Hi, welcome to the Mohua Show. My name is Mohua Chinappa and I am an author, entrepreneur and ex-housewife. This podcast is about everything from business to technology to arts to lifestyle but done and spoken imandari se. Hi, in today's episode, we have with us Jane Jaikumar. Jane has been an RJ, a radio presenter for 13 years. She now works as a content lead at a global tech events company that does events in fintech and cybersecurity. This year, she plans to travel to around 10 countries and host some fabulous events. So we are going to welcome Jane in today's episode. So Jane, let's just begin with first question that you were known as an RJ and 13 years, how could you do this entire shift? Thanks so much for having me here. You have an absolutely lovely house and I am podcasting after a while and I'm on air, um, literally, I'm not live on air, but uh, doing this after a while. So it's an absolute pleasure. I've been doing radio for the last 13 years, uh, surely out of, um, you know, a passion and a joy to pursue something that I really like. And I think all artists reach that um, culmination point where they say, you know what, I need to move from one piece of art to another. And, you know, life is art. So you take that little break, uh, you take a pause. And I think uh, the pandemic taught a lot of us to sort of shift gears and figure something else out. So I thought, why not go from inside a studio to, uh, you know, events to places um, outside of a studio? We used to do a lot of live broadcasts. So why not take it outside and continue what I do with the mic just in a different form? Um, And yes, uh, to be very honest, and you know, I would like to break it maybe here for everybody listening in. Radio, as we used to know it, is sort of dead. Podcasting is the future. Digital is the future. So, uh, you know, a lot of my friends from the radio fraternity have also quit radio uh, and they're doing different things. I'm not saying it's dead from the perspective of, you know, it's never going to be on. Of course, radio stations are all back once the traffic is back and the pandemic is done. But I have a feeling, uh, you know, the industry needs to go through a radical sort of a shift. And uh, that's what's happening right now. So a lot of people have flown from the nest and they're experimenting with newer things. Were you frightened when you took this massive change, you know? Just for a bit, but I always knew that, you know, I wanted to keep exploring and experimenting with different facets of my professional life. I love to read, I love to write, I love to travel, I love to explore new cultures. So I thought, you know, this is the right time to figure it out. So um, I was initially a little taken aback because, you know, a career shift is never easy. But I think because uh, women and men of today have so many options that are available to them in spite of a lurking recession that is most likely on the way. I think India is a little safe in terms of the, you know, multitude of talent that we have and the opportunities that we have. I would say, no, I wasn't really freaked out. In fact, I thought it gave me a good jump start into doing something new. Oh, fantastic. I have to say this to you that I'm a big fan of yours and I've been following every post of yours in social media. Thank you. And you do a lot of posts on body positivity. Yes. I've been following Lizzo also (laughs) and I just absolutely admire her. Uh, So tell me a little bit about this. I mean, uh, whether it's Lizzo, Ashley Graham, uh, some of the biggest, uh, you know, body positive influencers in our country, we have uh, Sakshi Sinvani. Recently, I watched a movie called Double XL, I think, uh, with Sonakshi Sinha and Huma Kureshi. Um, And I think, you know, there is a lot of conversation about how uh, women's bodies are now 
uh, sort of becoming a canvas uh you know it's almost like art again i bring it all back to art and i say that uh, you know there is of course on one side with the gen z's and the younger women uh looking like at say a kendall jenner or a hailey bieber and seeing that you know that is the body i want to have which is a size 0 uh which is cool i mean but i feel that uh real women all across the world from different nationalities and ethnicities have different body types and it's very very important to embrace the body that you are born into the body that uh gives you life and post this pandemic season you know the body that has kept us alive most importantly right so i speak about it because i know a lot of young women especially in the gen z era like very very young who are so pressured into looking a particular way dressing a particular way being and doing things for the gram right uh and they lose their own identity and you know they kind of lost uh with the societal reflections of how a woman's body should be looking like so i really encourage everybody to actually not just women men as well uh and you know any gender that you represent to actually be proud of who you are and to put yourself out there uh beyond what your body looks like and you know use the right sort of confidence and uh, always know that you are beyond what that um you know outer appearance gives you the first leverage of you know being looked at i'm really tempted to go back into your days as a younger girl right yes because um i know for sure that i used to strive you know to want to look like anybody else but me and uh, you know it's always a journey for all of us that we go through some experiences in life and then eventually we embrace ourselves and say okay hey this is who i am this is how i look when i'm naked in front of the mirror sure. you know and my body completely changed after i had a child and it took me so long to understand because we are just subjected to an unreal uh, you know image of how uh, women are after childbirth after puberty and so uh, take our audience back into that time when you decided to embrace was there any incident that had happened with you in the past as a young girl uh, any turning point in your life multiple points of time in my life where i've been reminded that i am fat and fat shaming is something that is so you know casual with both women and men more women because you know you have your mothers and your aunts and your cousins and your nieces saying that you know you need to sit uh, you need to fit this sort of mold in order to get a boy you know because marriage was the ultimate uh destination for most people and i got married and i got divorced and i would say that marriage is not a bad thing but uh when you marry for the wrong reasons and when you have things like this where you know you need to look a particular way in order to kind of find the suitable boy um which is a great book by vikram seth by the way but the whole idea is when you're when you're forced to fit the box you have to constantly be you know put in the gaze of um, a lot of people society in general and men and women everybody telling you to lose weight so right from school i've gone through this but i've also realized that i have uh, you know stood out and shown in my area of expertise only because of the personality that i was so i decided to after a couple of breakups where the guys went in for thinner skinnier younger women i realized that you know i mean i am not defined by a breakup i am not defined by you know somebody so <laughs> you know a social circle saying that i don't fit into the mold i don't want to be defined by those sort of parameters and i think it was somewhere in my early 20s in itself that i kind of came up with this attitude but that having 
been said, I still do work out and I believe health is a very important facet of everybody's life, whether you're walking or you're doing basic cardio or you're uh, doing MMA or you're, you know, going to the gym. I go to the gym very, very regularly, four times a week. I'm a foodie, but I also like to stay fit. So I would say it's a very, very double-edged sword. When you say you accept yourself as you are, but you also sit around doing nothing about your health, you know, it's a very, very complicated situation. So I think body positivity need to, needs to be embraced with also the conversations around how you continue to strive to stay fit, uh, fit and healthy for your own self. So it's a very difficult, you know, sort of a paradox situation. But I realized very early on that no matter how I look, I'm always going to be confident and I'm going to go out there and slay. Of course, you are saying <laughs> right now, sitting opposite me too. Thank you. <laughs> so, Jane, you know what? You've heard about Shane who posts a photo of a model posing with a water container to show plus size tights. What's your opinion about that? Oh, okay. I haven't seen that campaign, but I have seen a whole bunch of plus size uh, campaigns that have been out. Uh, and I really, you know, want to say that I, this might be a little controversial, but I really think men like their... Uh, you know, men like their women with some meat on. So, you know, it, and they don't really, really like to admit it. So they might want to date a girl who looks like that. They might want to sleep with a girl who looks like that. But they want to marry a girl who doesn't look like that. So these sort of campaigns today are talking about how women are attractive if they think that they're attractive. So uh, it is talking about, you know, how uh, you can totally embrace yourself just the way that you are with your stretch marks, with your cellulite, with your extra love handles. The more there is, the more there is to love. So I, I love all these campaigns that are put out there. And I specifically, uh, you know, enjoy content that's being created online for plus size uh, women, by plus size women and who uh, embrace just the way that they are. And I've not seen this particular one, but I really think there should be more campaigns, not just for plus size women, for women of all sizes. Because I think women come in too many sizes and shapes. Like some of us are pear shaped, some of us are apple shaped, some of us are, you know, like bottom heavy, top heavy. So I think that every woman and every man and every other sexual orientation also, no matter how we are, just as we are, I think we need to portray our ourselves as we are and that diversity we're seeing in the movies as well in uh, model campaigns I'm glad that it's picking up speed and people are accepting at least on social media it started I hope it happens in real too I'm sure change is absolutely around the corner and uh, it's a matter of time because I think we're in amazing times where everybody is opening up and talking about mental health, yes. talking about body issues, talking about separation, talking about divorce you know and um, uh, I think we're in good times. I mean, from the times when I grew up, I don't think uh, I was always apologetic because I was never ever like really size zero ever. However hard I tried, I could never manage <laughs> yeah, to do that. Yeah, I don't that. think that's the thing, right? I don't think we should try so hard. I think we should just eat well, uh, exercise and feel good. But, you know, not aim for that size zero because... I think size 10 is pretty hot too, to be honest. Yeah, 10, 12, <laughs> 12, 16, right whatever it is. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So there's this famous song, you know, on Victoria's Secret, which states that I know Victoria's Secret and girl, you wouldn't believe she's an old man who lives in Ohio making money off girls like me cashing in on body issues. Absolutely. Victoria's Secret themselves have kind of suspended all of their very famous, uh, you know, runway model 
uh, every year they have the Victoria's Secret show and you've seen the likes of Irina Sheik and Heidi Klum and yeah, so many, Kendall and all of the top models walk the ramp. And I think last year, the year before that, they decided to stop the shows. I used to love the shows just because, you know, it was just so well produced and you have people like Bruno Mars and... Um, uh, the, the weekend and all of them come out and sing and these models coming out with their large wings and in their beautiful bikinis but the whole idea that Victoria's Secret themselves kind of revoked the show is because they understood that uh, diversity is the name of the game in the last five years or so right uh, if they are only portraying very very sexy unachievable bodies in those you know uh, tiny itsy bitsy clothes we are never going to actually appreciate real women and I think that's where they themselves took a stand and signed on people like Priyanka Chopra and so many other uh, women of all sizes and shapes to kind of encourage that so yeah that saying that um, you know some old man out there has decided that they will commercialize the body image of a woman in order to sort of portray her like that uh, I think those times are slow, slowly going and you see a lot of the, you know, even in the entertainment world today, you see a lot of the, you know, skinny women embrace, say, you know, women of all sizes, shapes and colors into, you know, their own uh, fraternity as well. Uh, so internationally, this is happening in India also, we're slowly seeing this and I'm hoping that as time goes, people start looking at what's inside the book and honestly, look beyond what's just the cover. So on Instagram, you know, there was this uh, reel that was constantly really doing the rounds with Vidya Balan, who said that every time people meet you in India, the first thing that they ask you, hey, moti ho gayi hai, <laughs> nee patli ho gayi hai. So yes. the first thing they notice about you is your body. Yes. Yeah. And um, have you faced these sort of situations? Yeah. I mean, wherever I go, it's always... You know, if there's a fat person around, it's always like that for fat girl, that fat guy. That's the reference that's usually made. Uh, or, you know, in our country, it's also about being fair or dark or brown. You know, it's just not the size. It's about color or it's about uh, young people today uh, with uh, sexual orientation being now uh, such an open choice in terms of, you know, acceptance. Uh, I feel that there are people all over the place who sort of stereotype and box you, at least in the generations that you and I belong to. But I think slowly things are changing. And um, I recently went to my first gay party, um, as in gay, lesbian, uh, trans party in Bangalore. And I saw that, you know, young people today are way more accepting of uh, people who look different, dress different, and express themselves, you know, just the way that they are. So I think we're in the right time in history right now I think the 20s were very roaring for a very sort of a sexual revolution uh, 1920s but now 100 years down uh, I really feel that you know there's a lot more conversations amidst the youth and they are so accepting of people you know irrespective of how they look what they dress like uh, what they identify as uh, and you know I, I really enjoyed that party so much it gave me such perspective a different perspective of how young people are truly embracing people of all sizes, colors and orientations. And I I genuinely feel 
so good about the fact that at least the conversations are honestly beginning at this point in time. Even in the fashion industry, they are actually beginning. No gender clothing is just exactly your energy, whatever energy you are in that day. Yes, that's the day you kind of go in. Not this that my mother really understands this entire space, <laughs> but then yeah, I think it's so amazing. Absolutely. What would you want to tell our listeners who are starving, you know, to get into shape or eating loads of food just to look in a certain way? I mean, as much as we talk about plus size, there is also a lot of people who are struggle skinny. with yeah. very very skinny <laughs> yes. you know and I used to all, always envy them when I was in school because I just needed to eat one burger <laughs> and it would show the next day and I had friends who were desperate to actually have you know bigger breasts I kind of never understood their struggle really I looked at it from my lens you know so what would you want to tell listeners who are struggling with this Body dysmorphia is an actual condition where you think that you are never perfect. And I have so many friends who, in my opinion, have perfect bodies, but still are not happy with their little paunch or, uh, you know, think that they're a little too skinny. They need to be toned. Um, my shout out to anybody who's struggling with this is uh, follow a diet which is very, very sustainable. Because this is something that I have kickstarted. Um, unfortunately, I don't live at home. So I used to eat a lot of food outside. But now I kind of get food from somebody who makes food at home. Shout out to my friend Rhea. But in my office, this is not even a joke. Uh, this is my shout out. Find a community either at your workplace or in the apartment complex that you live in, the area you live in, or with your friends, where you sort of try and find a sustainable diet. Now, when I say diet, not fat diets, you know, uh, you will have one cheat day, but see what uh, sort of a balanced meal that you can have. Try and see if you can go to a nutritionist, spend money on seeing what's your body type, what do you need to eat, do you need more proteins, do you need, uh, you know, rice at this time of the day in case you love rice, uh, can you substitute your sugar with, uh, you know, say palm sugar or stevia or how do you exactly need to do your diet? Are you going to follow an Indian sort of a diet? Because, you know, a lot of us like our rice and rotis and dal. How exactly do we balance it? So keep a very sustainable diet plan in place, whether you're cooking at home or you're getting it from outside, figure out that plan first, because that's the first and most important thing. 80% of your uh, body ultimately depends on what you put in it. Then find out at least three to four days, I would say four. And if you can do five, nothing like it, where you do some activity. Now, this activity can be as simple as wearing your walking shoes and going for a, a slow jog or a run 45 minutes at a time. Or if you like to go to the gym, go to the gym. I would say, you know, find something that is good for you. If you like to swim, I know friends who like to swim or play a sport, uh, then pick that up. But four times a week minimum, keep yourselves active for at least an hour. So diet, exercise, uh, and then, you know, just uh, have these conversations with the community that you build, either at your workplace or friends. These are sustainable ways of not looking at yourself in the mirror and hating yourself. And everything is a process. Remember, nothing happens in a day. Rome wasn't built in a day. So it takes time. Take that time, but respect your body. And no matter what the results are, please be grateful for the body that you're given because we're all alive while, you know, Millions of people, unfortunately, died in the COVID pandemic. So be thankful for what you are. Get a proper diet plan. Find a community of people that you can talk about your diet and fitness to. And uh, stay positive and stay motivated and keep the sweat alive. And always love yourself just the way you are.
Tell me a little bit about the cyber security events that you're going to host. Okay, so tech is something that I'm really, really looking forward to. I'm actually a tech retard. I'm very happy to actually be saying that loud and clear. But uh, I thought, you know, why not put myself out of my comfort zone? So um, I said, I've done radio for this long. Uh, and I know a bunch of friends who did not lose their jobs at that point in tech. Right now, there are massive layoffs happening in Twitter, Microsoft, uh, you know, lo lots of the large companies. I think with the exception of Apple, most companies have been laying off 10,000s of employees. I don't know if you've read some of these LinkedIn posts where senior members are being fired at no notice. Uh, and I'm sure they'll figure it out. And we are looking at the gaping hole of a worldwide recession that will hit us thanks to the pandemic. And, uh, you know, we are going to find ways of getting out of it as well. But I think technology has, you know, blasted beyond imagination during these years that we've spent time at home these last two years. So whether it's artificial intelligence or cybersecurity, Internet of Things, uh, virtual reality, uh, these are things that are exploding at a massive sort of a pace. Uh, India, if you didn't know, is already at the helm. India and China at the helm. But Southeast Asia, Africa, the Middle East, these are regions, at least from our neighboring countries' perspective, who are actually now looking at technology, helping them in various areas, whether it is in IT, whether it's in finance. And, you know, today, everybody, when is the last time you've actually gone to an ATM? People don't go and draw physical cash, right? Absolutely. Uh, so everybody is on e payments, right? E-payments are possibly 60 to 70% of the fintech business. So I am very excited about how technology has really changed the way that we are. And uh, we're a startup in Bangalore. And, uh, you know, I'm very excited about the fact that this shift is sort of uh, going to get me to travel to uh, a lot of the Southeast Asian countries uh, and Africa and the Middle East this year. And I'm going to see what technology can actually do to change people's lives for the better. Uh, 5G is going to come and hit us in a big way all across the world. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited about the fact that change is imminent. And anyone who's listening to this podcast at this point in time, if you're not in a position where you have a job at this point in time, maybe you lost your job recently, do not worry. Uh, there are a numpteen number of things that are out there that are opportunities. You just got to keep looking. Be ready to upgrade. Be ready to upskill. and um, you know, do not give up hope because no matter what recession and layoffs and all of that sad stuff is going on, we as a country are young, uh, number one in terms of population in the world. We've overtaken China recently. So we're at a place where we definitely can stay positive and look forward to like, you know, good times ahead. Absolutely agree with you on and about technology because I think without technology, I wouldn't be able to reboot my life all over again. Yes. I began with writing actually on Instagram or on Facebook and today I have a podcast. So I think technology is such a opportunity and for people who can begin to embrace and understand and learn life gets only easier and better and I completely agree with you on the upscaling part though I'm still trying to figure out all the ropes of it I'm so excited that somebody you know who's not done radio before is doing a podcast like this just like so cool just like very very fluidly and it, it takes a lot of guts to do something different I'm doing it with my life, uh, with my work life right now. And I see you do this and you've done so many episodes, 100 plus episodes. So it's all about consistency and just putting your mind to it, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jane, for being on today's episode. And before I end, we have to say that fashion still struggles with size inclusivity. And that has been spanning over decades for far too long now. 
Women who don't fit into standard clothing sizes have had difficulty walking into a store and leaving with something that they could wear. But we know that going ahead, things are changing. And there will be sizes that would accommodate all shapes and all sizes. I'm seeing this. I I'm no, I know you're closing the podcast, but I have to do a shout out to women out there that today, whether it's a Vanek or Mintra or Sheen or Amazon or actually anything, I'm so glad that at least online, the sizes do not stop with, say, a size 6 or 8 or whatever, right? Or like just a smaller or medium. They go all the way up until 3XL and 4XL. So uh, e-commerce is definitely something that's changed the game for us. And it's not just the plus, it's also the petite fit. Exactly. It goes all the way from, you know, like a, a very, like a XXS and yes. to uh, like a 2XL or whatever. So I, I do want to make a shout out to all the women who are struggling to put on weight. I really wish I were you. <laughs> Grass is always greener on the other side. Whatever it is, whoever you are, man, woman, whatever size, uh, like I said, don't ever let your size limit your dreams because what you are inside is infinitely way more powerful than what you are outside. Absolutely, Jane. And continue with all the posts that you do. There are so many women out there who must be deriving so much courage from all your posts because so many of us do not have the confidence to come out and talk about it. Thank you so much for being on today's podcast. Thank you for having me. You have a brilliant podcast, beautiful house where you're doing it. And uh, all the best with all the guests who are coming on in the future. Thanks so much for having me, Mahua. Thank you, Jane. To you, our dearest listeners, you can find us on your favorite streaming services, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, and of course, on all other major streaming services. With loads of love, we are The Mohua Show, where we talk Imandari Se.